hello and welcome to another episode of Whole and Complete Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shantae, and Whole and Complete is all about faith and wellness, loving God and living well. You know, I have officially reached a point in my brand life, the brand that is Dr. Shantae as a podcaster, as a person who runs a digital wellness platform where I legitimately need a team, uh, especially where my podcast is concerned, because this is my baby. And um, this year has really been a struggle to be as consistent as I usually am. Like for those of you who have been listening to my show forever, you know, I've been like clockwork. And this year has just really been a struggle. And I believe it's because I have reached a point where I need a team. Everybody who has ever been like successful in life has a team. Nobody does it alone. So I think in a few weeks, I'm going to be putting a call out for a producer of this show. I actually have in mind somebody that I want to work with. Andrew, this means you because I know you're listening to this show. I have a listener. His name is Andrew. Uh, He's in the UK. He's one of the most talented people I know. He is absolutely brilliant at producing content. And I'm always trying to like nudge him to like do his own stuff. But in the meantime, in between time, you can help me with my stuff, sir. So I'm putting you out like on blast for the world that I'm calling you out (laughs) because I need a producer for this show. Anywho, we are in part two of the Confidence series. And so if you have never heard this podcast before and you are just now coming to this episode, this is a series based podcast and we are talking about confidence in this series. So if you have not listened to part one, I encourage you to pause to go back and listen to that, and then you will be all caught up for part two. So I realized as I listened back to the previous episode, which I rarely do, you know, I'm just kind of like a crock pot. I said it and I forget it, and then I just kind of walk away from it. But I realized that I did not define confidence. And so usually when we start a series and we're talking about a new concept, we have a definition that we work from. So let me work to uh, clarify confidence so that you understand what I'm meaning when I talk about it. I don't want to assume that everybody is working from the same place. And so the definition of confidence that we are using for this series is a feeling of self-assurance from one's own skills and abilities or qualities. Okay. A feeling of self-assurance from one's own skills, abilities, or qualities. Okay. This is where you are feeling sure of yourself and your abilities. And here's the interesting thing about people who lack confidence. They have tons of confidence in other people's abilities. They have tons of confidence in what other people can do. They tend to be some of the biggest cheerleaders in the world for other people. However, when it comes to themselves, there's all this hemming, there's all this hawing, there's all this doubt, there's all these things. And in the first part of the series, we talked about barriers to confidence, specifically upbringing, comparison, and self-worth. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and listen to it. We had a guiding scripture, which came from the book of Judges, uh, chapter 6, 11 through 15. So for those of you who are new to this podcast, and several of you are new, you're, um, sometimes people hear like scripture or like Bible or like God, and they're like, whoop, boom, that's not for me. But what most people have actually told me about this podcast is that I'm able to incorporate those elements without it being preachy or in your face or judgy, or this is what you need to do. So for some people, a lot of people, the Bible is a book of wisdom. Okay. Um, and guidance and just kind of provides guideposts for whole and healthy living. And that is certainly a lens that you can use for some people. It's like the holy text. Okay. But whatever way that you come to it, I am not trying to push (laughs) my belief system on you, but I have found it very helpful in helping to ground a lot of the content that we share here. So give it a listen and see if it works for you. 
So we are coming from the book of Judges and it was chapter six roundabout verses 11 through 15. And this is where the Lord calls Gideon to go and fight uh, the Midianites. And verse 15, I would say is probably our key verse uh, where Gideon says, please, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? Look, my family is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the youngest in my father's family. And typically when we are called to do something uh, and we don't feel confident that we can do it, we come up with all kinds of excuses, all kinds of reasons, all kinds of rationales why it should be somebody else and not be us. And so today we're going to be talking about the ways to build confidence. Okay, we talked about the barriers, but now we're going to talk about the building of confidence, specifically talking about uh, calling, confirmation and credentials. Okay, so talking about uh, credentials, calling, confirmation, you know, I love a good alliteration. So here we go. So there is something called imposter syndrome that is one of the most common forms of uh, lack of confidence. And imposter syndrome is where you tend to feel like you do not belong at the levels of success that you have acquired. Um, it really has to do with attribution. Attribution is to what do you attribute your success? To where do you give credit for your success? For example, some people are like, oh, you know, I just got lucky or, oh, I was just in the right place at the right time. Or, oh, you know, it's a good thing I was born into this family, you know, just and nothing of myself. Like we, if you lack confidence, what you can tend to do is attribute your successes to things that are outside of you, that are beyond your skills, that are beyond your abilities. And this is really important because some of you are well credentialed, okay? You have degrees and if you don't have degrees, you have tons of experience. You have tons of, you know, that, that 10,000 hours that you have put in and yet and still you will diminish that work. You will diminish what you have invested in your talents, in your growth, in your career and attribute it to something or somebody else. And so part of, of building confidence is really taking inventory about what are your bona fides, okay? What are your credentials? You know, how have you shown up in this space? So case in point, I have a good friend uh, who her career is like a college administrator or what have you, but her gift, like her true passion, she really needs to be like a Martha Stewart. I mean, <laughs> the, the food this woman can make, uh, the, the way that she presents it, I mean, like these magazine quality charcuterie boards and just all those little touches. I mean, she that is just naturally her gifts. And so I've been trying to encourage her to start a business like this is look, this is the gift that you need to be putting out in the world. It is clear. And even though she is not a credentialed pastry chef or she's not a credentialed culinary expert or what have you these gifts okay like the the successes that she has had the feedback that she has gotten or what have you like this is just what she is naturally inclined to do so even if you don't have quote unquote proper credentials <laughs> from a, a particular institution or what have you some of us are just naturally gifted and some of us have received consistent feedback over a period of years from various sources about how good we are at this thing. And so you need to pay attention to that, okay? Like take inventory 
of that and have some some measure of confidence that these people are not just blowing smoke, that these people are not just being nice, that you can actually attribute that to your own gifts, skills, abilities, time, effort, money that you have invested in honing this craft, okay? So part of this is your credentials. But credentials aside, because let's not allow that to be, let's not allow that to be a hindrance or a barrier. Case in point, me personally, I do not, my credentials, so my actual degree is in education. My degree is in something called curriculum and social inquiry. What does that mean? My degree, my dissertation, my doctoral degree is about all of the ways that what we teach children and what we teach adults can be used to either liberate them or oppress them, okay? That is what my my training is in. It is a social scientific approach to education and looking at curriculum. What does that have to do with mental health? Well, <laughs> okay, so, th and that's my point. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not trained in those aspects. I am a certified life coach, which is a branch of, of positive psychology but I'm not licensed to treat or diagnose or, or heal in those ways. And yet I have been able to harness what I have learned as a social scientist. I have been able to harness what I have learned as a professor. I've been able to harness what I have learned as a life coach and create a platform that produces positive mental health results and skills and ways of thinking and knowing for the public, okay? And so, no, I don't have those quote unquote technical psychological credentials and I'm not a licensed clinical social worker. I don't have any of that. And yet I have been able to use and harness what I do have in order to help uh, positively impact millions of people at this point. Um, I used to say tons of people, but it really is millions of people at this point because of how well my content has, do has done this year. And if you look at that, piece of scripture so that judges 6 11 through 15 the 14th verse uh says the lord turned to him meaning gideon and says go in the strength you have and deliver israel from the grasp of midian i am sending you keyword go in the strength you have y'all if you are struggling with confidence you may not be the most robust you may not be the biggest you may not be the baddest you may not be the richest you may not be the wealthiest you may not have the most resources you may not come from the wealthiest family but you do have something you have some measure of gifting you have some measure of strength you have some measure of talent you have some measure of ability and so go in the strength you have okay not what somebody else has not what somebody else is doing go in the strength you have okay and go forward and so for those of you who are struggling with confidence and, and one of the things we talked about in the last episode was comparing ourselves don't compare yourself okay do not compare yourself because truth be told one we never know the whole story we never know how they came into the gifts that they have or how they came into the success that they have or what they had to do to get there or what they have to do to keep it what other people are doing is not relevant for our discourse go in the strength that you have okay and create positive impact in the world okay so that that is the key there and don't dismiss it don't trivialize it don't diminish it when people pay you a compliment say thank you and give yourself some credit give yourself some credit for the work that you've done for the money that you've invested for the time that you have spent in cultivating these gifts and talents that you have which brings us to calling 
So Gideon was called to this work. He was called to this task. He was literally minding his own business and then boom, an angel of the Lord or the voice of the Lord, right? And I can honestly say that's how I came to podcasting. Like I remember the day I got called to do this work. I was standing at the sink washing dishes and I felt like I heard something in my spirit say, you need to start a podcast. And I was like, oh, who? <laughs> like, what is a podcast? Like, a what? And I mean, it, I could not shake it. I could not shake it. And I started doing all kinds of research. And it, next thing you know, like, like here I am. Okay. And so even if you don't have credentials, some of you have a calling. Okay. You have a burgeoning in your spirit. You have an, and what, how do I want to call this? You have a strong inclination to want to go into a certain direction. And so for some of you, you have a strong inclination to start a nonprofit organization. Some of you have a strong inclination to want to write a specific book. Some of you have a strong inclination to start a YouTube channel or to do a podcast or to write poetry or to like do like it's, it's, it's a strong inclination to go in a certain direction. And so Credentials aside, sometimes you have to look at your calling and sometimes you are called to do something that is completely out of the realm of what you are doing in your daily life. Like I said, I have a friend who is working in as, as a college administrator, but her real gifting is, is culinary. Her real calling, okay, is culinary and she loves to do it. She actually loves to do it. And so when you're talking about building your confidence, Start asking yourself, what have I been called to do? What have I been trying to uh, silence? Okay, the, the, the loud voice or the voice in my head or the, you know, that still small voice that I've been kind of trying to ignore and shake off like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. No, let's let's tap into that. Let's pay attention to that. What are you being called to do? Because for those of you who were listeners of my previous podcast, Branding for Believers, and then subsequently Believing Bigger, I'm a big believer about answering the call. Okay. When you have a call to do something, when you have a call to show up in the world in certain ways, that calling is almost always tied to somebody else's deliverance. It is almost always uh, tied to somebody else's salvation. It's almost always bigger than you. When Gideon got called, it was called and it was directly tied to Israel's liberation. Your calling is almost always tied to somebody else's liberation, somebody else's inspiration, somebody else's motivation, somebody else's dedication. Your calling is for somebody else. And so we kind of get into this box of ourselves and, and you think to yourself, really, how is my writing a book going to help somebody else's life? Well, let's see. How is my showing up and, you know, providing these gifts or, or, or baking cakes or whatever going to positively impact somebody? Well, let's see. Okay. Well, let's see. The calling is always intentional. It's, it's tethered to somebody else's destiny. And that's one of the things that we have to start thinking about, especially if you are one to diminish your own gifts, skills, talents, and abilities. I'm like, no, but then you will but also will show up in great measure for other people like, oh, well, maybe not for me, but I will do this for you. I'll do this for others. If that's how you have to think about it, then be my guest. But your calling is almost always tied to related to somebody else's destiny. Okay. Somebody else's success, somebody else's understanding or comprehension in the world. Somebody needs to see you stepping into rooms and taking up space. Case in point, if you ever walk into a room 
and you don't see anybody that looks like you. You don't see anybody that's your age or you don't see anybody that's your gender or you don't see anybody from your culture or you don't see anybody, you know, that seems to, to, to connect with, with who you are. If you are lacking confidence, you will walk past that room and be like, yeah, no, I'm not going in there. It doesn't seem like it's for me. But imagine if everybody did that, if everybody looked into rooms where they didn't see themselves represented and decided I'm going to take a pass because I don't see myself in there. Well, look how the paradigm shifts when somebody actually does go in there. When you go in there and say, yeah, I might be the only black person in the room, but I'm going to go in there. Yeah, I might be the only woman in the room, but I'm going to go in there. Yeah, I might be the only young person in the room, but I'm going to go in there. Yeah, I might be the only senior citizen in the room, but I'm going to go in there. And then somebody else, another senior citizen, another young person, another woman, another person of color walks past the room and sees you in there. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess we in here. And then now they feel better about walking in there. It, you, what you are called to do in the world is tied to somebody else's ability to move forward. Okay, somebody else's confidence, somebody else feeling uh, comfortable taking up space in the world. And so if you are called to take up space, take up the space because your calling and your taking up that space makes it easier, better, more accessible in some ways for somebody else to take up space in a similar way or a similar fashion or to be inspired by the fact that you are in that room, by the fact that you are occupying that space, by the fact that you are doing that work, okay? So honor the calling that you have. And then when you are called, here's the thing, Gideon was like threshing wheat, right? Like, so he was doing agricultural work and God is calling him into battle, right? Agricultural work, battle. These are drastically different <laughs> tasks. These are drastically different skill sets. And yet, if you continue to read that story, so you pretty much got to read like the rest of the chapter, um, Judges chapter six, to see how it all turns out. But ultimately what ends up happening is that Gideon is called and then he is equipped. I guarantee you, I have not seen this fail yet. I have not seen it falter in my life. When you are called to do something and you answer the call, I guarantee you, you will become equipped. As soon as you say yes, as soon as you, you decide, yes, I'm going to, to follow this voice. I'm going to follow this direction. I'm going to follow the yellow brick road. Something, somebody will come along that will equip you for the task, that will prepare you for the task. In Gideon's case, you know, it was a bunch of uh, warriors and, and leaders and all of that. It's a much longer story than we have time for. But ultimately, he was equipped, okay, for the task. When you are called, so one of the things that, that causes us to lack confidence is because we don't feel like we are equipped. Like, oh, I don't have the equipment for that. But when you say yes... People will come along. When I said yes to podcasting, not knowing anything about it, when I tell you people literally just about dropped out of the sky that were like, oh, I can help you with your sound engineering. Oh, I can help you with your video. Oh, I can help you with the technical aspects because that was my biggest uh, fear. I was like, okay, I can talk about anything because I'm a teacher, but um. I don't know what, what microphone am I supposed to use? Uh, what about the, the auditing, the editing software? Like I didn't know any of that. Okay. So all of these little green wavelengths that I see now in my Adobe audition, I didn't know anything about that when I started. Okay. Nothing. 
And then as soon as I said, okay, yes, I'm going to podcast, but I don't know what to do. Boom, 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 boom. People lined up like soldiers into battle that came into my life and was like, I'm going to show you how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this. Oh, here's a workshop that just so happened to crop up in your neighborhood that will show you how to do this. And so answer the call. And in answering the call, the equipping will come. Okay, the equipping will come if you are are hedging and hemming and hawing and shrinking back because you don't feel like you are equipped for the task. When you answer the call, the equipping comes built into the calling. Okay, it comes built into it. So step into it and watch what happens. And I would love I would love to be proven wrong in this. But I know I'm right about it. I know I am because I have not seen it falter yet. And I have worked with, oh my gosh, hundreds of people at this point that answered the call. And as soon as they answered the call, here came the equipping. And then last, but personally, uh, certainly not least, confirmation. Okay, so we talked about credentials. We talked about calling and then confirmation. So when Gideon was called, Gideon was like, um, can you send me a sign? And then he was like, can you send me two? <laughs> okay, um, there will almost always be confirmation of your calling there will almost always be confirmation of what you have been assigned to do in the world and so when you're talking about building your confidence you can look at your credentials you need to look at your calling but also look for the confirmation okay because when you say yes there will be a messenger a an email a text message a TikTok video that will will confirm okay that this is the direction that you need to be going in a lot of times when i show up on instagram and uh, deliver content and videos. So many people are like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that today. And it was like, oh, I just said this prayer and then boom, your your video showed up. Like I know like the universe is speaking to me or I know God is speaking to me or like, man, this is exactly what I needed right in this moment. Confirmation, confirmation that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so if it's video or some or culinary or whatever it'll be confirmed in the work someone will say oh my gosh i love this how much do you charge for this are you taking on clients can 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 how can i be down okay or it'll be confirmed like oh my gosh this food is so good it slap your mama good like you know it will be confirmed that like this is what and it puts smiles on people's faces and then it fills your heart with joy um it'll be confirmed because an opportunity will show up all of a sudden in your life for you to expand this gift and this calling that you have, it will show up in the form of a, of an open door. It will show up in the form of victory in some way. And I must tell you at the beginning of the year, I really, really wanted to up level my relationship with money. I really wanted to up level my platform. I wanted to be really intentional about it. And I can't tell you how tremendously powerful that has been. I knew that I was called to to positively impact the world. I knew this. I was called to do it on a grand scale. I've known this for a long time. And I stepped into the calling, but I had not stepped into the scale of it. You know, I was really just kind of like playing it small, keeping it cute, kind of just, you know, going along and in this little box. And that box started to feel very constricting. Okay, it started to feel very constricting. And I said, I need to step up. I need to step into a whole new relationship with my platform, a whole new relationship with money, a whole new relationship. And so, um, but started at the beginning of the year with a real shift in mindset. I mean, a significant shift in mindset to the point where, and, and being very careful about what I said, you know, so instead of saying things like, 
I'm broke or I ain't got money for that or diminishing my, my wealth and value. I used, I started saying I am a wealthy woman. Of course, I, of course I can afford that. I'm a wealthy woman. Even if the money was not there, I am a wealthy woman. And I'm a big believer in your present self being in the same, being on the same page as your future self. Okay. Too often our future self is looking at us with like disappointment and frustration and ire because it's like, sis, bro, come on. Like I'm trying to show you life over here is sweet. Life is never perfect. It's never perfect, but we're thriving over here. We are, we are excelling over here. We are creating positive impact over here. Like life is so good over here. Future self is trying to get us to, to, to come on board and present self is like, I don't know. See, I don't have the gifts. I don't have the, this, I'm not as good as this person. I'm not as good as that person. And future self is over there throwing a whole entire tantrum. Like if you don't get off that bull crap and get on board, I'm trying to tell you something. Okay. So I have tapped into my future self. I've started to look at myself, my, my present self as my future self. I'm like, what would the rich version of Shantae be doing? What would the successful um, on a global scale Shantae be doing? How would she structure her day? How would she talk about herself? Right. I, and so one of the things that I've begun to talk about is I am a wealthy woman. Now, I kid you not, this wealth comes in many forms, right? So sometimes it comes in the form of abundant health, which is always appreciated because if you don't have health, you, you your quality of life is significantly diminished. But in terms of money specifically, sometimes wealth comes in the form of debt freedom, okay? One form of wealth is not to have any debt, okay? And then it frees up your resources to be able to invest in things like your portfolio, your stock portfolio, um, in real estate and things like that. So at the beginning of this year, I've been saying almost daily, I am a wealthy woman. I am a wealthy woman. You know, money comes easily to me. It comes abundantly to me, all the things, right? Just really getting my mind into that, that positive affirmation space. Last year, <clears throat> I started getting these emails from the government saying that because I worked in public service that I might be eligible for student loan forgiveness. Well, this pricked my ears right on up because um, my student loan situation, like it was significant, like literally over six figures in student loans because I have so many degrees and some of those degrees came from private schools. So yeah. And then the current administration in the United States started to say like, oh, well, maybe we'll knock $10,000 off your debt. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's a drop in the bucket, but I'll take it. Um, and then it said, you know, maybe we can do 20,000. I was like, I'll take that too. Because at this point it was the kind of, of student loan debt where I, I just figured I'm like, I'm going to die with this debt. Okay. But I went through the process. I submitted my paperwork and long story short, last week I go to the mailbox and I have a letter from the department of education from the U S government. And it says, congratulations. Thank you for your public service. We've reviewed your file and your loans are forgiven. Y'all six figures, six, like a hundred over $125,000 in student loans gone, wiped, clear, done. And I was just, and as, even as I say this to you, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the never having another student loan payment because that payment was like close to 600 bucks a month. Okay. So the fact that that is gone, the fact that my, my years of public service, 
along with the, the payments that I've already made towards the debt combined in such a manner that someone looked at my file and wiped that debt clean. When I tell you I'm a wealthy woman, <laughs> I, like the, the, the money that has now been freed up, the resources that have now been freed up for me to invest in the things that will generate wealth, just like, I'm not going to say just like that, but it's, it's confirmation. Okay. It's confirmation from my future self. Like I told you, girl, I told you this, <laughs> this is the direction that we're heading in. And so do the work, apply for the grants, go into the program, like whatever it is that you are resisting. Okay. Because you don't feel confident that it's going to work out. Let me tell you something. And th I just said this, uh, not too long ago on an Instagram video too often where we mess up is we try to feel our way into doing something. When I feel like it, when I feel motivated, when I feel confident, when I feel the spirit, then I will go and do it. And if you are waiting for the feelings to show up, baby, you might be waiting forever. Sometimes you have to do your way into feeling, okay? You have to do your way into feeling. Stop waiting for the feelings to come. Stop waiting for you to feel calm about it. Stop waiting for the peace to come about it. Start doing, because sometimes in the doing is where you will find your peace. Because in the thinking, you will get stuck in your head. You will overanalyze. You will overthink it. You will go into analysis paralysis and, you're, and you will not do the work. The Bible literally says, do not just be hearers of the word, be doers also. Love is an action word. It's not how I feel about you. It is what I do daily to demonstrate my love and, and affection for you. And so if you are waiting for the feelings to show up, they might not ever come. And so you have to do your way into feeling. I was willing to do the work of, you know, I mean, you know, when you have debt, you have to pay it, <laughs> you know? So I was, I was making payments. Okay. But I also was willing to do the work of going through the application process. And I doubted the whole, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be eligible, you know, and like, I just, I didn't, I didn't know what the requirements, if I, if I truly met the requirements, but I was willing to do the work. I was willing to go through the process to have my stuff reviewed. And it's just like the lottery, baby. You can't win if you don't play. You cannot win if you do not play. And so for those of you who are struggling with confidence, look at your credentials, look at your calling, wait for the confirmation, but don't wait for the feelings. Do your way into feeling. Do it afraid, do it nervous, do it knees knocking and teeth chattering, do it. And when you do it, the equipping will come, okay? What you need to take the next step will come and then the next step will come. That is how this works. That's how this works. Callings do not come without equipping. They, uh, it, it is a package deal, okay? It is a package deal. So whatever it is that you are hemming and hawing about, whatever it is that you are settling for, because honestly, that is the biggest to me, that is the, 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 the saddest part of it all. So many of you will settle for a diminished life. You will settle for less. You will settle for less because less seems safe. You will settle for less because it seems accessible. It seems easy. It seems like, well, no, honey. Okay. Like if you read any book, okay, not just the Bible, but if you read any book, okay, where the main character and you're rooting for them, even the little mermaid dog on it, she had to go through some things, okay, before she got her happy ending. And so it's not as though answering the call is a, is a, is a path of free of toil and free of obstacles and free of barriers because life is life. And you know, 
life doesn't always care about your dreams. However, the quality of life, the satisfaction, the contentment, the joy, the peace, the fulfillment, the alignment um, of knowing that you are doing what you were equipped, called, put here to do, there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it in the world. And so do not settle for less because it's easy. Do not settle for less because it's safe. Do not settle for less because it seems normal. Do what you were called to do. And the, and here's the kicker, okay? For those of you who are lacking confidence, like, I don't know, what is the worst that could happen? That you would succeed? Well, how about that? Well, how about that? What's the worst that you could happen? That you would fail? Okay, then nothing is lost. You go right back to what you're doing right now. But it is time. It is past time. It is long overdue time for you to step up, step out, and step into your gifts. Step into your calling. Stop shrinking back. Stop dimming your light. Because you know what? You're not getting any younger. Shout out to my 40-somethings and 50-somethings. You're not getting any younger. I, I was watching this stand-up from Dion Cole. He said, where my 40-something people at? And they was like, hey, we're not 40s. He said, y'all know y'all got about 30 summers left, right? And you'd be like, dang. You know, when you put it like that, he said, yeah, y'all got more. Y'all got more yesterdays than you do tomorrows, you know. And he was joking about it. But when you put that in perspective, if you have more yesterdays than tomorrows in front of you, what are you going to do about tomorrow, honey? How do you want to spend it? How do you want to spend it? Safe? Less? Small? No. I said at the start of this year, I am not available for less. I am not available for lack. I'm not available for small. I'm not available for scarcity. I'm not available for opportunities that don't pay me what I'm worth. I'm not available for relationships that don't treat me the way I deserve. And that has served me tremendously all year. It has tremendously. I started this year, I think, I don't know, maybe I had like 13, 14,000 followers on Instagram. I'm knocking on the door of 70,000 followers, which is not huge. You know, I mean, people have millions, but for me, <laughs> For this little little black girl from the south side of Chicago, that's a big deal. Okay, like it's it's a big deal because I was playing small, I was playing it safe, I was doing less. No, baby, this is the time to do the most. Do the most and see what happens. Run on and see what the end is going to be. Okay, okay. So this concludes my part of the confidence series. Um, I'm still trying to wrangle a particular guest for this series, but I'm not certain. But in the event that I don't get the guest, you at least have part one and part two, what the barriers are to confidence and how to build confidence for yourself. And thank you for your patience <laughs> as, I, as I try to build a more consistent path this season to podcast content, be on the lookout for my um, call for a producer and also be on the lookout for my summer lineup. So I am teaching summer classes this summer. I have a summer lineup. If you go to readytobelieve.com, you will see my class. Um, I already did the one on building consistency. So the next one is building community. And then that third one will be building confidence where we will do a deeper dive into this topic. And so if you have any questions, comments, or takeaways, you can hit me up at Dr. Shante Says or Dr. Shant um, on Instagram. And I will see you next time.